Lady Susan by Jane Austen. Letter 29. Letter 29. Lady Susan to Mrs. Johnson. Upper Seymour Street. My dear Alicia, there needed not this last fit of the gout to make me detest Mr. Johnson, but now the extent of my aversion is not to be estimated. To have you confined a nurse in his apartment! My dear Alicia, of what a mistake were you guilty in marrying a man of his age, just old enough to be formal and governable and to have the gout, too old to be agreeable and too young to die! I arrived last night about five, and had scarcely swallowed my dinner when Mannering made his appearance. I will not dissemble what real pleasure his sight afforded me, nor how strongly I felt the contrast between his person and manners, and those of Reginald, to the infinite disadvantage of the latter. For an hour or two I was even staggered in my resolution of marrying him, and though this was too idle and nonsensical an idea to remain long on my mind, I do not feel very eager for the conclusion of my marriage or look forward with much impatience to the time when Reginald, according to our agreement, is to be in town. I shall probably put off his arrival, under some pretense or other. He must not come till Mannering is gone. I am still doubtful at times as to, as to marriage. If the old man would die, I might not hesitate. But a state of dependence on the caprice of Sir Reginald will not suit the freedom of my spirit. And if I resolve to wait for that event— I shall have excuse enough at present, in having been scarcely ten months a widow. I have not given Mannering any hint of my intention, or allowed him to consider my acquaintance with Reginald as more than the commonest flirtation, and he is tolerably appeased. Adieu to meet. I am enchanted with my lodgings. Yours ever, S. Vernon. So letter 29 is here with another letter from Lady Susan to Mrs. Johnson. And it starts off with something I think we all know that um, Lady Susan hates Mr. Johnson right back. So um, Lady Susan hates Mr. Johnson. Mr. Johnson hates Lady Susan. Um, other than the fact that he seems like he's probably a decent guy and she's a scumbag. We don't have any specific reason why they hate each other. It's just accepted and known that they do. And Mrs. Or Lady Susan is sort of critical of Mrs. Johnson here and marrying a man of his age as being such a bad plan because he is too, you know, he's old enough to be formal, ungovernable and have the gout, too old to be agreeable and too young to die. So her thoughts there are either you should marry someone basically young and fun who is, you know, fun to be around, like say, right, you know, either I guess Reginald or Mannering, more Mannering. She obviously likes Mannering better. Or old enough that, you know, he'll die soon and you'll get all his money. And poor Alicia married Mr. Johnson, who's somewhere in between. Old enough to not be, you know, lots of fun to be around. But young enough that he's not going to die anytime soon and leave you alone. So, so sad for her. And then we hear that she has met up with Mannering again. And they had a great time. And I assume that, you know reading between the lines, they are still having their affair and they have rekindled that affair here. Um, and she is comparing Mannering to Reginald 
and finding Reginald lacking compared to Mannering in his person. Um, so in how handsome he is, I suppose, and possibly how good he is in bed as well. I think that is part of that. That's how I read this anyway. Um, and so seeing Mannering again almost makes Lady Susan think that maybe she shouldn't marry Reginald. But it was nonsense. She's still planning to. But she's also not really in a hurry about it. And she's kind of talking, you know, if Reginald's dad would die and he was the, and he would inherit all that money, then I wouldn't hesitate. But the idea that I'm going to have to marry him and still then be dependent on his father, who is going to be much harder to charm for me, you know, so I won't be able to get just anything I want whenever I want it because he doesn't have the money his father does means that I don't really want to, but I've got a good excuse right now not to marry him very soon because, you know, I've only been a widow for 10 months. And, you know, in this time period, it would have been seen, I think, as pretty shocking to marry within the first year. Um, For a woman, anyway, the rules are a little different for men. But, you know, standard, you know, decorum gives her a very good excuse to say she doesn't want to get married until at least a year after her husband's death, which gives her at least another two months before she has to, you know, commit to this and actually get married. And it seems like she's definitely dragging her feet on this, that she wants the money, but doesn't want Reginald is what is coming down to. And she's not a hundred percent sure that Reginald will be able to give her the money that she wants because he actually doesn't have it yet. It's still his father's. And so she's going to have to wait for her future father-in-law to die for her to get the money she actually really wants. And so that is concerning to her. But she's still at this point committed to marrying Reginald. So she's taking Alicia's advice on that side. Um, But she still obviously wants to have her affair with Mannering and is still doing so. And because she's having such a good time with Mannering, she wants Reginald to not come to town anytime soon. And so she's planning to try and keep him to, to keep him staying in the country until Mannering goes back to hit back to the country. And then Reginald can come to town so she can keep her two men separate so that they don't meet up in town together. And she has convinced Mannering that Reginald isn't anything to her, that he's just, you know, a little flirtation she's been having. She has not admitted that she's planning to marry him. And so she's able to keep juggling these men just fine at this point. And Mannering is uh, tolerably appeased by what she's told him. So nothing big there. And that is really the end of it, of what we know. So Lady Susan has made it to town. She is back on her affair with Mannering. No, I, um, I assume Miss Mannering or Mrs. Mannering is back at the country estate while Lord Mannering is in town, avoiding his wife and having an affair with Lady Susan instead. Reginald's still in the country and she's trying to keep Mannering and Reginald from seeing each other by controlling the strings of everybody. And so it's just par for the course. Same as always. Standard Lady Susan. Next time we'll get something a little different. We get a letter from Lady Susan to Mr. De Courcy, her her brother-in-law and Catherine's husband, I think. Or, wait, not, no, I'm completely wrong there. No, she's writing to Mr. De Courcy, who is, that's Reginald. Ah, This is why, this book is a little hard to read sometimes in that all these names (laughs) And the letters can be a little hard. But Mr. DeCourcy, that'd be Reginald. So she's writing a re- she's writing a letter to Reginald 
And that's the next one we get. So it'll be interesting to see how she tries to manipulate and control him. Because obviously that's what her plan is. So we'll be back next time with letter 30, which is Lady Susan to Mr. DeCourcy. Thank you.